talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of radness. Yeah, and <laughs> you don't need to be in a suit to be a conservative. So, yeah, this week uh, I want to introduce you guys to a good friend of mine, Beaver Fleming. He's a professional skateboarder, but he's also a believer and fellow Christian and also not a uh, brainwashed leftist. So, Beaver, thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> thanks for having me, Mike. Appreciate it, buddy. So, I hear you just you just got back from Costa Rica. Yeah. Oh, and uh, tell me a little bit about that experience, sort of, you know, I want to just give everyone a background as to, you know, your experience and like how you got into the, the skate scene and, you know, leading up to Costa Rica. Just obviously that's a long span of time, but. Yeah, for sure. Costa Rica was amazing. We were out there with the Nitro Circus crew. It was the biggest show we've done in, I would say, like probably seven or eight years. We had 26,000 people in attendance. And for the first time, they had more than two moto setups. So there was four moto setups. The stadium was huge, and they were able to ride around the whole stadium like a track. And one of the jumps actually jumped over our gigantic ramp, which was pretty crazy. Dude, that video went so viral, too. Oh, I saw it. It was like, I think it was at like... 1.6 million or something no like, it's, it's at like 50 million now it's at 50 something. million now yeah it's like i saw it the same day it came out it so went that's, crazy that's insane yeah which it was and it was like it, it was so gnarly especially when we were testing it in practice like they did have the ramps a little offset so we weren't going to collide but still i'm dropping in i'm at the front of that thing so i got 15 bmx and mountain bikes behind me and then i'm looking as I'm going down, I see moto guys coming at me and I'm like, all right, I better stick this thing. Everyone better stick it or we're going to be in some trouble. Yeah. And then I, you guys just like throw a random quad in there yeah. at the end. Yeah. I, mean, I was surprised there weren't any, uh, like sofas. Uh, what else, what, <laughs> what else have you guys had? You had the sofas. I mean, wheels. I saw wheels. Wasn't, wheels. Yeah. You know, it, it just absolute insanity. But you said that you actually even linked up with a, a minister in Costa Rica, right? Isn't that? Yeah. So right before we went out, I got connected to this guy. He runs a skate ministry down there called Seed, and he just goes to the skate park basically every Friday and just plants seeds of faith, encourages, pulls product out, and does contests and just believes in those little those kids at the skate park and the locals. And um, I got connected with him. He owns a restaurant and a hotel, so it was really cool. He was like, yeah, you and your wife come out. If you're doing the show, just come out a week before. So we got to go surf, hang out, and then uh, serve the community. Yeah, and see, like that's that's one of the main things that I think is overlooked heavily with the, you know, conservative quote unquote movement, which is like, everyone thinks that you have to fit into a certain box based on what, like the belief system is that is either, you know, leftist or on the right. And, and to me, it's like, it's not really even a political issue at this point anymore, because I think right now it's just a good versus evil yeah, issue. I don't think you're either Republican, Democrat, right, left, liberal conservative in terms of the traditional meanings i mean we're just in a war of uh, it's a spiritual war between just like what's good and what's evil and one of the things that i've paid a lot of attention to and i want to get your take on this is that my personal belief as to why we're where we are is because the one mistake the founding fathers made in drafting the constitution was assuming that people would always believe in god mm, and when yeah. you don't have a higher power than like the political leaders that are dictating to you what is correct or or morally just and then the media panders it and just parrots the narrative over and over 
you're eventually going to start to act in accord with what you're told is the right thing to do. A hundred percent. And if you don't have a compass higher than people on earth, why would you not follow that from like a logical perspective? Absolutely. And they promise all these things and you feel like that's for the betterment of the people of the country, but then it's really to the detriment for other agendas. And yeah, if you don't have that guiding light and compass, and again, I think you're absolutely right. It's so much bigger than Republican or Democrat. I mean, those are just labels and labels change all day long. And really what it's all about is having core values. And again, I look to the Bible because man, I believe that we were created on purpose for purpose and I want to align myself with the best possible way to be the best version of myself I mean you hear everyone talk about that I just want to be the best version of myself well if I'm going to look to see how my car drives the best I'm going to look at the owner's manual it's the same kind of thing if I want to see how I'm supposed to thrive in life then I want to go to the owner's manual the one that created me in his image in his likeness digest that word study that word feed on that word and then let that word take root inside of me so that I can start living that word out and experiencing life and life to the full yeah and I think you know one of the the craziest things that people sort of overlook is like you know there's only around like 8 billion people on earth which yeah that's a big number but when you think about it like the only opportunity of anyone to go to heaven is through life like if you're never born or you don't live then you never have that opportunity and I sort of in my own head view life as like the pregame (laughs) warm-up yeah it's like the whole reason we're here is because we make mistakes because we do things wrong it's like we're here to like refine ourselves for Mm. like the like game day and like when i say that i mean like the whole reason that we're on earth for as long as we are and of course there's so many blessings you know having children getting married things like that yeah but we're here to really refine ourselves so when we go to heaven it's just not you know earth 2.0 right it's the best of the best it's the most refined people it's the most integral character you know moral sound beings Mm -hmm. and you know that's i I sort of you know always told myself that and i speak in analogies a lot just because i (laughs) deal with the law so i I have to tether it to something in reality but i'm like just pretend like when you're born god pulled out a piece of paper and he just wrote down with a pen like here's what i have planned for you in your lifetime yeah and you don't know when your life's going to be up but you do know every day that you wake up is an opportunity to get closer to that yeah and like you're going to make mistakes not every day is going to be perfect right but like when your time comes and you knock on like the door and god answers it are you going to be able to stand there like humbled that you got at or near yeah like, what you were supposed to do or are you going to be ashamed to knock on that door or scared right because like how you live your life day to day is going to affect and dictate ultimately how close you are to achieving what you set out for you it's not impossible he yeah. wouldn't have put you here if it wasn't exactly but that's sort of like the way that i sort of structure how i view life because it's like just work towards whatever that purpose is yeah and like the two p's are the other thing i always say where it's like find your purpose and find your person yeah like no one's supposed to be here without you know their counterpart like you know yeah both of our wives are named the (laughs) same same way but like neither one of us would be able to do what we do without our spouses 100 percent. and yeah it it would be impossible yeah but then we also both like found our purposes too yours is yeah you know through skating and like reaching out to like the community and just like getting a group of people that otherwise don't hear these things yeah because like it's just not you know god faith religion are all sort of categorized as like sort of off topic. Well, it's categorized as religion, but I had this conversation with someone and you're talking about 8 billion people on this planet. And they asked me, well, how could a loving God, if he has a perfect will, why isn't his will being done? Well, I was like, because we have free will. And if there's 8 billion people right now, 
and not all of them are believers, not looking to see God's will happen. We got 8 billion wills at play, and that's why our world is filled with chaos and confusion. Yeah, or maybe his will <laughs> is being done, and y'all are weeding yourselves out. Right. Like, you But know, they're saying, like, why do bad things happen, right? It's like that common yeah. question. It's like, well, because we live in a fallen world. We have 8 billion people. Most of them that aren't believers are very selfish and trying to just feed their own flesh, and that's going to lead to chaos. That's going to lead to confusion. That's going to lead to so much breakdown in our government and in different places and in everything. And unless we come to that realization, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Like you're saying, this is that piece of paper. I have the decision. Am I going to choose life or am I going to choose death? And God gives us that ability to choose and make that decision, but it's not going to be love if he forces it on us. He didn't need just minions running around on this planet. He wanted a relationship. He wanted a connection with people. And that's again, why my passion and my purpose is really, I believe, to bring that in because there's been this kind of whole pigeonhole view of what religion is and it's it's just kind of outdated to be honest and it's not real a relationship with god is saying god i want to do life with you i can bring you into my skateboarding i can bring you into my relationship with my wife i can bring you into my business i can bring you into everything that i want to do and i believe your holy spirit's going to give me divine wisdom and i truly attribute that to my skating career where i've been able to do things no one else has ever done come up with new ways to skate and really just be continue to burn that flame of passion yeah and, and i'm glad you brought the like brought the skating part back up because like one of the things that i've always thought about like i grew up riding you know riding with my friend who you know he was an a-class rider but i was i didn't have the money to have a bike but I, you know i was a big snowboarder snowboarding was my yeah. thing i competed i i you know was doing flips when i was like six seven eight years old you know riding rails that now i look at and i'm just like <laughs> give me a wheelchair before i even <laughs> put my bindings on like you know because you, once you stop you don't get it back but like how has your ability to overcome like fear and like especially as you're getting older you obviously start to appreciate risk a lot more mm -hmm. and like as you get older and you appreciate the risk how are you out there throwing new tricks like i saw you just what was it six years i think it was or something that you were trying to work on that double the double flip yeah and and you finally landed that on like the 20th anniversary tour with nitro yeah but like how do you overcome like do you ever like obviously i'm sure that you pray but like does god ever be like just like go for it you're you'll be good like do you do you have that relationship with him or what's the yeah a hundred percent i think it's so powerful like so many times in the bible it says be strong and courageous and I think that's there's a reason that it says that so much because God put strength and he put courage on the inside of us. We're all going to face these scary situations, but we're not called to be crippled by that fear. We're actually called to let that fear give us a respect for it so we know how gnarly it is, but to be able to use that fear, not be used by it so we can overcome and do great things. Because I could sit at the top of the ramp all day long and never put my wheels over the crest and go down and go for it if I'm letting that fear win. But if I don't have that respect for it, that's when I'm going to get hurt. That's when I'm going to get in trouble. But if I can allow myself to use that fear and be like, okay, I need to have respect for this. Did I do my due diligence? Did I work on it in the foam pit? Have I done my homework? And am I willing to take the risk to go for it? And I never want to let fear stop me from knowing what's possible. And I think that's you know, true for all believers. We can get, be so scared to be the light, but ultimately... Ultimately, that's what we need right now in this world. We need more light. Yeah, it's scary, but we have boldness. We have courage inside of us. And it's like anything. The more you do that, the more you develop it, the more you're going to be like, all right, this is my new standard. Think about it. If people are scared of heights, I always say, walk up a flight of stairs. Go as high as you can until you're, until you're scared and then go back down one stair. Look over the rail. Okay, I'm good here. Well, maybe you can go again and Unless go again. You're the the and one you keep dude that going. went off the side of the ramp. Oh my gosh. 
that that insert I, clip because you oh, you can't even tell oh, that story. Man. It's so bad. And it's like I don't I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's like the humorous, like just organic response to like the insanity. Yeah. And like I don't think I've ever even contemplated someone going off the side of it. Like no, I don't think that that's a have. thought. No, not um, at going down like some people have gotten speed wobbles and launched and hooked yeah. left but like going down i don't know how you could mess it up that bad but that's what there's i think they thought especially when you can steer like you're he on a didn't skateboard even try and steer. no he just went yeah right off uh, i mean i'm glad he's okay he's okay right yeah he was okay yeah. but they they think he went into shock and again that's because he didn't do the due diligence of okay i'm gonna ride down the lander i'm gonna build it's like skateboarding i didn't just go one day and the first thing i did was hit a mega ramp it's like i learned to drop in on a mini ramp and i fell on my first drop in on a mini ramp you know oh, yeah. i learned to drop in on a five foot i learned to drop in a bowl i learned to drop in on a 14 foot vert ramp now i'm okay you like get acquainted with that you get comfortable there and then you push yourself to go bigger yeah yeah, and like that's you know same thing with law. Obviously, my body is not. <laughs> I mean, I, I at a certain point, I think that it's fair to say that my body would be at stake in terms of the risk that you know once you start suing some of the people that I've sued. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the point being is like my due diligence instead of like the the practice repetitions and like building up to it is is doing the research, mm-hmm. grinding through the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours I've spent. I mean, thousands of hours reading the laws, like understanding the case, understanding the facts, not cutting corners, because it's very easy to file a lawsuit and get a headline. So and so sues so and so, you know, anybody could file a lawsuit. I could sue you for wearing a black jacket. It's going to get thrown out because that's not a thing. But like to get the headline, so and so files lawsuit over blah, blah, blah. But like what matters is the result. Yeah. Every lawsuit that I file is for a reason. In like, in order to obtain those reasons, that's why I typically only like to speak in the past tense and the present tense. I am, I am doing this, not I will do this or I filed this, I did this because everyone wants to talk about things that they aspire to do or they yeah. say, Yeah. but like, cool. You know, what's going to be, <laughs> what's, what's, what's going to be more impactful, the video of you landing the double after like you know falling three or four or five times there was just a video like our willie throwing like the triple front flip where he's like slamming into the yeah. that lander but like they do it but they don't post it yeah he, he's not you know on, and it's, i'm gonna do a triple front flip yeah it, and then like there's nothing that's the same thing that a lot of hap- a lot of times happens within like the political mm, sphere yeah it was especially within the legal sphere yeah because you see these major headlines but then people fall off you know they don't they forget about it. i call it like, they don't the, have the follow through yeah i call it the harambe effect mm. where like they forget these lawsuits are still going on like i'm still litigating the case with the dc convoy of truckers that went and they blocked them <laughs> from going into the city i'm still suing them over that wow because it's wrong. Yeah. People forget about those things. I mean, some of my cases have are four, you know, four plus years I've been yeah. litigating. I don't give up on that, even though the narrative is long gone onto something else. It's right. two, three days in the social media. So, you know, like, and the other thing too, I think that you probably resonate with more than anything is like, you're never alone. Like you're never doing it when no one's watching. Like God's always watching. Yeah. And frankly, God and your spouse and your child are the only three opinions that matter at least that's the way i look at it am i doing what's right by god am i doing what's right by you know what my wife wants me to be doing and am i doing what's right or in my best you know the best interest of my son and other than that i don't care about anything else really right so you know like with skating 
what like what was what was that conversation like when you met your wife like yeah so i like (laughs) go upside down i flip i you know you skate for a living like what was her reaction to that yeah it's pretty crazy i mean so she basically how we met is wild uh we live out in um travis and Lindsay pastrana's house out here she grew up with Lindsay. she was basically like they were like pretty much cousins did everything together all the holidays together and so that's what's funny is we never met the entire time of nitro and she had gone to shows and seen me but we had never crossed paths and so when we met it wasn't hard at all to convince her because she already knew what her cousin did she knew what travis did oh, she yeah, was yeah. like okay this is awesome plus she's a big time surfer like taught lessons in maui for five years and so she kind of gets that action sports lifestyle and loves it yeah i got in a little trouble when i bought my bike <laughs> uh because well let me let me rephrase that i'm gonna i'm gonna walk that back when i acquired my dirt bike acquired I, I, i've financed it okay which is a little different than buying in my mind gabby said don't buy dirt bike i was like okay i won't buy a dirt bike so then i financed a dirt bike yeah meaning i put down a payment and i made monthly payments and she's like that's not what i meant i'm like you married a lawyer you gotta be specific (laughs) you know it's just like with our our 12 year olds like hannah go to bed and she's like yeah i'm in bed it's like no hannah go to sleep and gabby's like how do you know to ask that i'm like because i sue people for a living you have to know what you're getting into so you know i think that it's just really important that people you know going back to like the whole core of this is like there's no cookie cutter for what is a christian what is you know someone that believes in god what is someone that like understands the difference between right and wrong and like it's not a all or nothing deal like there are certain issues that you can still be on the right side of things but see differently because of personal you know because of personal yeah life experiences or things like that but everyone now all of a sudden it's like you have to just uniformly agree on every single thing yeah and like the israeli conflict with israel and palestine is one of the best examples of like there's a lot of people that just have differing views yeah and it's one of the most complex things if you ever look into like the <laughs> israel palestinian right y- y- like i mean it's it's such deep so history. much into it yeah and very few people actually know all of it yeah and, and like, people are just like pick a side basically. yeah yeah pick a side and then i'm going to go with the side of what team my friend is on right and yeah. i'm going to or what they're telling hill. me to think yeah. exactly and mm-hmm. you know the best like one of the things i'll say to people i'm like okay if i asked you what the scientific way to say water is everyone on this earth is going to say h2o and they would die on the hill they'd bet their life savings on it but then if i said okay here's an image pick out what h2o is here's eight different molecules or compounds you're gonna be like uh and and the point of that is you would die on the hill with conviction that water is h2o but yet you can't identify an oxygen molecule a hydrogen molecule let alone the compound of them combined so like until you actually know it at the source yeah then how can you state such things with conviction and that's why you know you as you started out saying go to the source like read the bible like yeah. the Bible is your first hand source. It, there, there is no source higher than that. Yeah. If in, you want to hit your highest potential, if you want to be the design you were made to be, then yeah, go to the source. And did you, did you ever see that thing where there was like a, I forget who it was, but he, st- he was an atheist and he studied biblical prophecies and like looked into the last 200 years mm-hmm. and counted the number of instances of events occurring that were predicted in the text of the Bible from 2000 years earlier. And there was 188 and he did the math on it. And statistically he was able to make himself, he, he proved himself a Christian a and believer. a believer. Yeah through not being a believer because yeah. the scientific impossibility of that yeah of 
the things that are written in the Bible manifesting as frequently and as commonly as they are without any, you know, contradiction or, yep. or, or failure. Right. Every single thing has manifested or has not not manifested. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing that is provably false in the Bible. Right. But there's a ton that's provably true. A hundred percent. And you know, like that. that the and why of, is that the most like sought after book to cancel right or to get out of schools or to do things with like no other books they're trying to really ban they're trying to get a lot of other crap in there but it's like there's always been such an attack on christianity there's always been such an attack on the bible and it it just it's like okay if there's this massive attack on it then clearly there's something to this thing yeah and it's because they they just can't stand truth up (laughs) <laughs> or it, it's the, it's the simple fact that they can't stand a power higher than themselves. If there's God, yeah, then they're not the supreme leader that we're going to act in accordance with. We're not going to just look up to them and do exactly what they say and fall in line right. like the little soldiers that they want us to be. Yeah, you can't control a believer. Yeah, and you know people have asked me all the time, like, are you ever going to stop filing these lawsuits? Are you ever going to? And I, I, you could hold a gun to my head and tell me to stop, and I would spit in your face <laughs> because that means my time is up. Yeah. And obviously I have no intention of anything. I look at my calendar. I'm planning stuff in the 2025. I'm not suicidal. I have to qualify those things now because of the point of the, you know, the, like the James O'Keefe, he had to do the same thing when he posted that video of Biden. Like we're, we're all sane, normal humans, but like, there's a risk that we're taking. Yeah. We know what that risk is. Same thing with you. When you're upside down, you know, you could break a bone, you know, but like, that's what we're furthering because of you know, the drive that we have very different professions. Obviously yeah. yours is way cooler than mine. <laughs> I sit at a desk, you get to, you know, travel the world, ride, you know, skate and stuff. But point being is like, they don't want a higher power. Yeah. They don't like Christianity because it prophesizes everything that is antithetical to them. Yeah. And we're seeing it play out, but you know, as terrible as everything is that we faced the four last four or five years, the destruction, the carnage, I've never seen more, like actual believers like yeah previously you know my personal experience like you know 90s early 2000s stuff everyone said they believed in god yeah. they would say the prayer but it was literally just like rote memorization of words right. without meaning wasn't conviction from the heart yeah truth. like you yeah people said you know they would go to church but then they just do the same thing over and over again it was yeah. sort of going no through transformation or truly living like they believed i yeah. grew up in that as well and it was tough it was like to see that and then it wasn't until like really studying the word for myself and like reading like the power of the promises of god and then daring to believe God. But again, it's one thing to say you believe. And I think COVID did this for a lot of people and those actually believe. And I think there was kind of this sifting that took place where those who truly believed came together and were like, no, because we believe we got to stand up. We got to be bold. We got to operate in a way that honors truth right now because there's so much lies being fed to us. And I think it's a really powerful thing in this time that we can step into as believers. And like, if you believe, then go all in. Like, because I believe I can do a trick. That's why I'm willing to go down a ramp. You know what I mean? Because I believe that God is good because I'm willing to trust him. That's why I'm able to do these things in my life. And again, I think for a long time, even the church got very complacent in that. Those people that said they believed, but were their actions in alignment with that belief? I mean, any church that shut their doors down should just keep them permanently closed because there's nothing of a higher example than dedicating you know, of demonstrating your faith. Yeah. I mean, like it really comes down to faith. Like what Christianity at its core is about is bringing sinners to 
believers. Every single person that's it's it's literally a, a religion, or I don't even want to say religion because I hate that term because of the stigma that's around it. It's it's literally a it's belief system. Yeah. Of coming to a faith where there is no guarantee when you choose to engage in a specific course of conduct and you take a risk, but you believe and have faith that it's the right thing to do because it's for the betterment of others. And that's really what it comes down to with, with, with Christ. And there's nothing more powerful than like when like God gives you that like nod or yeah. like you get that wink and it's just like, Oh, I can do this. Yeah. And it takes the fear away. The first time it doesn't, the first time you actually like commit, like full commit, you're like, am I, am I nuts or is this real? And it manifests. I can guarantee you, you know, when I lost my job, I sued, you know, Blasio in New York city, I lost my job twice, essentially during the COVID pandemic. When I sued Biden, the, I, I sued him and every secretary in the cabinet, I was on an air mattress in a studio apartment suing on a laptop and I did it for free. I didn't, I, I didn't charge a penny to any of the people I represent in that case. And I'm thinking to myself, is this like suicide literally and politically <laughs> and like legally and career wise, yeah. or is this the right thing to do? And I was like, what you're doing is wrong to this date. There has not been a single federal employee that has ever been fired that submitted a religious accommodation for their, you know, for, to, against the vaccine mandate. That's, you know, there, there are millions of people whose jobs have been saved and like the constitution has been attacked so many times, but the one thing that hasn't is the freedom of religion. If yeah. anything, it's just gotten bolstered. It's gotten stronger and people just need to have that faith to keep fighting. And then that's really where like the real warriors come out. It's as how many blows can you take? Yeah. And keep moving and, and believing and trust in it. And I, I think I really believe that fight is about to get fun because there's so much lies being told out there that people are just hungry for truth. And I love that Jesus even said, right, then you would know the truth and the truth would set you free and you can have a relationship with truth. That's why I love that about God. It's not about religion. It's all about encountering his presence, having a relationship with him who is that higher power that you can look to as the author and finisher of your faith. If you don't know what it is that you want to do in your life, that's okay. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. They're told they have to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it's okay to not know. I knew at a young age, I wanted to be a pro skater. And if you know what it is you want to do, then go all in on that because that's a gift from God. But if you don't know what it is you want to do, I would encourage you, ask yourself who it is that you want to be, because what you do is going to change anyway. Like I'm kind of transitioning. I'm still continuing to compete and skate, but now I feel called to so many other things. And I'm like, well, if, if I know who I'm to be, a man of faith, a man of integrity, a man of honesty, that's going to influence how I skate. That's going to influence my relationship with Gabby. That's going to influence any business ideas I have. It's going to influence the way I speak because I know whatever I do is going to be successful because I'm faithful in it. I'm honoring in it. I'm, I'm honest in it. I'm, I'm trustworthy. I'm believing in it. And that's going to produce awesome fruit. And so I think that's one of those things. Again, if you're living in that place where you kind of feel like you don't know what's going on, decide who it is you want to be. And again, look to the Bible because those are the characteristics of a believer. Someone that's honest, someone that's integrous, someone that believes and dares to be faithful. And that's going to shape and mold such a beautiful life for you. Yeah. And I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you said it as good as it could be said. I can't even, you know, rephrasing it. And it's just, you, you can't bury your head in the sand. What it boils down to at the end of the day is even the people that are afraid, like you can't bury your head in the sand yeah. and avoid 
what's coming. Right. Because right now it's going to be a lot of water and you're just going to drown. Yeah. If you keep your head under that sand, like it's coming and you're going to either have the opportunity to avoid that. Yeah. And realize what the truth is and start acting accordingly and take steps to move forward. And, you know, one of the best, you know, one of the best examples of faith that I've seen is a woman that's, you know, 59 years old. She, she had followed me on Instagram for a while, but she actually ended up losing her job because she refused the the vaccine, um, because of her religion. She, Mm -hmm. she was prohibited because of her beliefs and, uh, they fired her over it. The only reason that she said that she had the strength to do so was because of like a lot of the Instagram posts I said about like just standing strong, do not waver. Yeah. And I, I, at the time I was getting thousands and thousands of emails of people trying to, you know, find lawyers or, or ask me to represent them. And, and, and I saw hers, I found it and, you know, I ended up actually finding the lawsuit, you know, be, be, I, we had the engagement agreement and all done, but like I hadn't been paid yet because money was tight. You lost your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I was like, you know, I'm not going to put money above your interest. I, you know, I filed the lawsuit and then, you know, everything panned out. That woman just won. She said, you know, the first case in the United States that has precedent on the books that says if you discriminate against someone on the basis of their COVID-19 vaccination status, it is a violation of Title VII. We didn't, it's not a settlement. It's not something behind closed doors where they just paid it to go away. Like, no, it's actually precedent. I can cite wow. to my, like, I can cite to the case in federal court where this woman set the precedent and she Come had on. the faith that I would be able to represent her. Yeah. Like she literally lost her job and sent an email hoping that I saw, I had over 17,000 unread emails at the time that she reached out to me. I wasn't getting paid. It's not like she's, you know, throwing tons of money at me and stuff like that. And, but I found her email. I was able to make it work. I was able to get that lawsuit filed. I was able to get that judgment, not a settlement. We didn't sell out nothing. Yeah. And now she's, you know, entitled to $556,000. Wow. Because, and it's not even about the money. Yeah. It's the fact that like you were trying to steal something from her that was rightfully hers. Yeah. What was what is a greater testament of someone's faith and their willingness yeah. to lose their entire livelihood Everything. for what they believe in? Yeah. And it's starting to come full circle. Yeah. And everyone that said that this couldn't be done or it, no, it, it hadn't been done before. Yeah. Not that it couldn't be done. You know, like same as a double backflip exactly. on a skateboard. Yep. A hundred percent. People tell you it how it can't done be yet. done. Yeah. You know, crazy is only crazy to those who can't dream yeah and it's a word. if you have god it's not really a dream it's it's <laughs> it's an end goal yeah and he provides you the roadmap to get there yeah so you know i think it's super important as we head into 2024 especially with the elections especially with everything else going on people are a legally armed with knowing their rights but yeah. also you need to have god in your back pocket too you can't just carry a gun around without yeah. you know rounds right and, and you know being legally armed with knowledge is one side of things but yeah. if you don't have the faith to support it yeah you're walking around with you know a gun and an empty yeah clip so you know this is enjoyable i'm glad you were able to come over man it's 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 important to me that we see people from other walks of life that aren't only in the political or you know legal realm because we're all just people yeah we're all the same at the end of the day you do something i can't think of something more different <laughs> for me in terms of what we do with our lives <laughs> yeah but at the end of the day it's like we're friends we both have passions for you know the same things different things and it's yeah. like it's that's what american culture is that's about is learning about. Yeah, yeah meeting other that's people that's the learning. real diversity you know is, like that's the fun in it but there's also the commonality that allows us to flourish in that that's yeah. why america's so great i know and well we need to make it a make it a 
make America great again. Yeah. And uh, I think we will. It but. will be. It is. But again, it's not up to someone. It's up to us. Right. Like, I think that's the biggest key, too. Yeah. We got to remember that we actually do have power in how we approach our day to day life. And a lot of people will put just their faith in a person. And, oh, if that person gets in, then it's going to be all good. It's like still you got to take responsibility. And I think that's going to be huge in this next season. I think why we're seeing what we're seeing is people haven't taken responsibility lately. And now we're compromised in a lot of ways. So I think, again, if I could encourage anything, it's like you have the choice every day. Do you want to make it a good day? You want to make it a great day. And speaking of power and choice, next week I'm going to talk about the fact that we can actually amend the Constitution without Congress even being involved. And I probably am going to bet you didn't even know that. So we can actually amend that. the Constitution. That's amazing. And Congress has no say whatsoever. So, again, Beaver, thank you for coming on Legally Armed. Tune in next week, guys. We'll touch base with that, and I'll have another guest for you. Awesome. Bless you guys. Thank you, Mike. 